Hey, what's up, you guys? Yes. Back at it again with another podcast. podcast. I'm Dion. And I'm Michaela. And this is Much Love. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Much Love. I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Dion. This week will also be with just me, Michaela. I think it's really nice that our listeners are getting to spend one-on-one time with each of us. I think it's a good change of pace to what we've usually been doing with the podcast. And I think these heart-to-hearts with each of us are are really good. And I think it's making me, I'm pretty sure with Dion too, it's making us step out of our comfort zones just because, you know, recording with each other at least at least there's another person to bounce off your ideas with and then really converse with so i think this is really forcing me to delve deep into my thoughts anyway moving on to this week's episode i'm going to be talking about something that i haven't really even spoken to anyone about really so i think in that case i feel a lot more comfortable recording an episode about this by myself but the topic about this week's episode is going to be body image and how we feel about our bodies and right off the bat i just want to give a trigger warning to an eating disorder so if that's something that you don't want to hear about or really struggle with you can go ahead and skip this episode i just wanted to put that warning far ahead in the podcast you know so that it doesn't cause you any struggles or grievances as you listen so with that let's jump right in growing up i didn't really have a bad relationship with food it's not something that i really thought about much i just kind of like ate what i wanted did what i wanted and no one really like shamed me for it i think that there was like a turning point or kind of like a catalyst event that happened for me it was in the summer of 2018 it was right after the graduation from high school i remember i had this like really bad viral infection in my mouth and it was extremely painful for me to eat any food or even drink water that's how bad it was like like every time i take a sip of water the inside of my mouth would sting and the back of my throat would burn up and it was horrible i remember waking up the next morning after going to sleep waking up in so much pain in my mouth that i would i would cry that's how much pain i was in you know i even had to go to the er because of this viral infection because i even had like a fever in the er they were like oh my goodness this this infection is spreading so fast um we got to give you a shot of penicillin and little did i know that a shot of penicillin needs to be given like in a really thick muscle and i guess my thigh wasn't thick enough so they had to give me a shot on my butt literally a shot on my ass and when the when the nurse told me this i thought that she was joking but she wasn't so i had to get a shot on my butt anyways that's besides the point during these like 10 days when i had this mouth infection i really couldn't eat and because of that i lost a lot of weight and it was subconsciously it's just like the pain was so intense that i just really wasn't hungry and it hurt so much to eat because of the mouth infection and eventually the the mouth infection went away and i was eating back to normal and it was great and at the time the person that i was dating at the time was at a different country for a few weeks and then she just came back so i was spending time with her and her family and then her mom had made a comment about how much weight i lost and she said oh you look good and i I remember feeling a little bit confused because like I was in so much pain (laughs) when I had the infection in my mouth and I couldn't eat but there was some kind of like consolation that I felt that you know I went through all that pain but at least I look good it didn't sit right with me so I remember just being confused 
because of that and then i remember like there was these just like light-hearted comments that my friends would make saying like oh michaela's so lucky that she got sick now she's so skinny and you know at the time like we would laugh about it like haha that's a funny joke but you know like comments like that really made me start to wonder about my body image and kind of tainted my relationship with food it wasn't until like the summer of 2019 where i started to really consciously take action about my body image because that was when like i started to notice other people making comments and despite these comments being positive about my body i still felt the need to maintain the type of body that i had because i felt like it was my worth even though it wasn't fall 2019 this was about like my sophomore year in college that's when the extreme dieting started to take place i was so desperate to kind of like maintain the body figure that i had that i had to do whatever it took to make that happen and this extreme dieting paired with the intense stresses of school and also these like major insecurities that were stemming from a really toxic relationship that i was in at the time like my body was one of the few things that i had complete control of so i tried to grasp onto it at this time like i just really was not eating oh and at this time like i was on campus for school and at the time like i would only have like a cup of coffee some fruit and a salad and if i was feeling okay i would have a granola bar too just like as a reward and saying that now makes me feel a little ridiculous thinking that i could really live off of that thinking that that was enough to replenish my body but obviously it wasn't because eventually it took such a toll on me that there was this incident um it was around midterms of fall 2019 and and like i was so stressed out with midterms and like the relationship i was in at the time was like falling apart i was just not in a good place and then i remember one day like i just didn't eat anything throughout the day and until like what was it like 5 p.m or something and then i I had a single chicken wing i was i was i had a chicken wing and i was like this is enough and if i felt hungry throughout that night i just chugged water then i remember waking up the next morning with this gut-wrenching pain in my stomach it was horrible and it it was kind of like that pain where you couldn't even stand up straight i remember walking to the kitchen hunched over like the hunchback of notre dame going to make myself a cup of tea and as i was sipping my cup of tea on the table i remember getting these like hot flashes and then like i started seeing white dots everywhere and suddenly i was like oh crap i gotta go back to my room and as i was walking to my room i lost like there's this like really loud ringing going on in in my ears so i couldn't hear anything and then suddenly like i lost vision like i blacked out but i i was so determined to make it to my room that i kept walking and suddenly like my vision came back and and i was at the doorway of my room and then i i just passed out i i like i don't even know how long i was out for but the next time i opened my eyes i was like face down on the floor of my bedroom and then i just remember sleeping after that and then waking up and then having to continue the work for midterms the next day you would think that that would be enough to slap some sense into me that like your habits are not okay but it wasn't later that year i went through a breakup and that contributed to my bad eating habits because now i wasn't consciously not eating i now wasn't eating because i was just so overcome with grief that 
I was never hungry. I have these like memories of my parents and my aunts trying to get me to eat even just a little. And I remember just like after a few bites, I'd cry because I wouldn't want to eat anymore. I felt like I was going to throw up. I was so anxious and sad. I don't know. Like, I feel like only people who who have experienced this know what I'm talking about. Like, it sounds like there's no correlation between being sad and not wanting to eat. But like, my stomach was rejecting all the food that I was eating because I was so sad. This was probably like one of the lowest points for me because I felt like I couldn't enjoy anything. Not the company of my friends and family, not music, not movies, not nature, and not even food. So this was probably like the unhappiest that I've ever been, period. A few months later, I was a little better. You know, I mean, my relationships were mended. I slowly got my appetite to come back a bit and I reverted back to the unhealthy dieting that I did prior to the depressive state that I was in. So I wasn't objectively better, but it was better than where I was before. So that's why I used that term. I remember meeting one of my closest friends in college. To be fair, we both had really unhealthy eating habits, but strangely enough, I found some comfort in knowing that someone else struggled with the relationship with food too and in a way i felt like their habits were worse than mine so i thought oh okay i'm not as i'm not at that point so i think i'm i'm okay but that was not the case you know we should not be comparing the severity of our bad habits with another's because then it just enables these behaviors that hurt ourselves and in a way i was really fueling my self-destructive behavior at this point this brings us to quarantine everyone remembers march 2020 you know and i struggled a lot with maintaining my weight at this point because you know like we were all home and if you were bored like i would just go snack sometimes you know but then i remembered like i i can't be like this you know i was really really hard on myself so i remember every morning the first thing i do is like step on a scale which is uh, which is horrible horrible i logged every meal i ate to make sure that i wasn't going over my calorie threshold that i held for myself it wasn't like this calorie threshold wasn't something that i consulted with the dietitian before or anything it was just something that i thought i don't know what i was thinking honestly at the point so it, it's just something that i pulled out of thin air i guess i'll share it but essentially i was eating less than 12,000 calories a day which is not enough for me to be healthy i remember like i'd wake up for class around eight every single day i wouldn't want to eat until around 3 p.m that day when i did eat at around 3 p.m i'd have like these two jimmy dean breakfast sausages that's oddly specific but that is literally what i had up to that point i'd only have like a cup of coffee to get me through the day then dinner like i'd have some ridiculously small portioned meal and if i ever got hungry after that point of eating dinner i just chug water to fill my empty stomach i remember during this time i was so against eating that um even my lock screen on my phone said don't eat you'll gain weight even saying that now is like is like so heartbreaking like i feel so bad for me in the past like i wish me right now could just go and give myself a hug and remind myself to just be gentle to myself ah so heartbreaking and on top of this at the start of quarantine tiktok was like blowing up with fitness routines and and a lot of these like at home workouts and i ate that shit up every moment of my free time at home during quarantine like i tried to work out for a little bit or go for a run or skate around my neighborhood so i was over exerting myself i was over exerting myself in the sense that like 
clearly I wasn't eating enough and then like I was overworking my body so the pairing of those two were just not good the media that I consumed obviously did not help like I mentioned with the fitness tiktoks that shamed relaxing or this quote-unquote lazy behaviors or you know these tiktok influencers with a body type that i thought i could never have so a lot of the social media content i consumed made me feel even more insecure about how i felt about my body i don't know this is just like a good reminder that like the shit that you see on social media like a lot of the time it's not what it is like, why would you post something that you wouldn't want anyone else to see type of thing? Or, like, the uglier side of you? Or, I don't know. Like, it's just a good reminder that the, so the media that we consume often isn't what it is. So from that point like i really changed the content that i saw on my screen and on my for you page and from then it really shifted my perspective and it's just like a really important reminder to really be cautious of the type of content that that you consume throughout the day um so i'm about to really delve into the eating disorder aspect of this podcast so you can go ahead and skip ahead if you've listened up to this point and don't want to continue listening but um here we go During the days that I allowed myself to eat things without concerning myself with the amount of calories, I'd feel so shitty. The moment that I felt like I had eaten too much, I would run to the bathroom to purge myself of the things that I ate. And this behavior continued for a considerably long time. I mean, I would say probably from about 2019 to 2021. And I knew that this was an issue and and sometimes it took every ounce of self-control in me not to run to the bathroom after eating and sometimes i'd cry because of the internal turmoil that i felt about body image and no one really knew that this was how my head worked at the time they didn't know that this was my headspace and shit like i didn't even know that i was treating myself so poorly i didn't even know how bad it was until recently you know that's how unaware i was to my own bad behavior it was so easy for me to justify these harmful actions to myself and i remember when i saw the person that i was dating at the time for the first time in like two months since we had been quarantined she didn't know about all this stuff that was going on with me and where my headspace was at about like food and eating but i remember she looked at me and she smiled and said michaela you're so skinny you look so good and at the time that felt really good but now thinking back to it comments like that perpetuated my poor behaviors and solidified an unhealthy outlook on my body because i thought oh okay so the person i'm dating thinks i look good like this so i should continue doing what i'm doing even comments like oh you're gonna eat all that or you're eating really good damn eat that shit up like even comments like that could trigger such a heavy feeling within someone and a lot of the times people's comments like that although quick and sometimes said so lightheartedly are enough to hurt someone and affect their actions moving forward sometimes a comment stays with me for hours or even days after like damn i still remember what people said to me about my body from years ago and i think it's really important for us to think about what we say before we say it and this doesn't have to just be about like our bodies or anything just like as a good rule of thumb just filter what you say it's really good to think about how you say things why you say things and what you say 
when I was in this unhealthy headspace, I wasn't the nicest person either. I'd find myself projecting my own insecurities about my body onto others and thinking about it now. That was so unfair and horrible for me to do. Sometimes now I hear family members or even friends make comments like that to others and it really upsets me because I know how much damage can be done from what may seem to be only like a minuscule remark. I think that a lot of what I said serves as a good reminder that sometimes we ourselves are even so blinded to how we're actually doing. We don't really know the severity of our situation or or how we're feeling until we've really taken a step back to evaluate and self-reflect on what's really going on and, and what really stems our behaviors. And a lot of times these habits are really, really hard to break, even when we know that it's not good for us. But to just know that we have enough strength and, and power within us to really break these unhealthy habits and to know that it takes time to really outgrow them will really help us remain gentle with ourselves as we go through this process. I think Dion and I talk about it a lot to really lead with love and offer a hand of gentleness and kindness towards others and towards ourselves. And I guess specifically with the situation that I just talked about, like remaining gentle towards others, being aware of what we say and what we do in regards to like someone's appearance is really important. And with ourselves, be kind to yourselves, be kind to your to your mind, body, and soul. You know, that's something that that one of my closest friends told me before we say this phrase me myself and i a whole lot and the way that she likes to visualize it is that the me myself and i represent our mind body and soul those are the three things that really build the foundation of who we are as people and when one of those things are neglected our mind body or soul the foundation is compromised i think that a lot of the times for myself i take care of my mind and my soul but a lot of the times i neglect my body i forget to to give it the proper nourishment and care that it needs um so I think that that was a piece of information that I've always wanted to share on here, but really never had the courage to talk about. I think that this side of me has been something that I've been really scared to talk about, ashamed to talk about. I haven't really even talked about it with some of my closest friends, you know, just because it's really difficult to talk about. And maybe one day I'll have enough courage to talk about it with someone face to face because honestly, talking into my mic in an empty room seems a lot easier than having to talk to someone face to face about this. But I'm sharing my story because I'm not sure who out there can resonate with it. Maybe just knowing that what you're feeling isn't strange and what you're feeling isn't odd to know that someone else out there feels the same way and, and can empathize to your situation will offer some kind of comfort to you. I know that um, this episode was a little heavy and a little saddening, most definitely, but you know, from my story, I see it as an opportunity for me to grow and it serves as a really tough reminder that I really need to take care of myself and, and so should you, you know? I really hope that all of you guys take care of yourselves holistically, <laughs> like, like I said, your mind, body, and soul. Just know that I'm sending you all the most gentle love and I really hope that it reaches all of you and you can feel it right now because that's what I wish that I would have offered myself when I was really down in the dumps at the time. Yeah, man, I really miss Dion. I hope that you guys are looking forward to when Dion and I can record an episode together again because I sure as hell am and I really, really miss her. And if she were here, I know that she would say, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Much love, Dion and Michaela.